Welcome back to episode 46 of Skates at the Stakes. I'm your host, AJ DeVito, and we're back with another very eventful week of New York Islanders news. Am I right, guys? Am I right? Yeah, um, just we're grasping at straws for stuff to talk about. If we have a coach to talk about, so there's that. This is an information-deprived fan base that is losing their fucking minds. It rocks. Losing. Losing. Yeah. It was um in the we've come full circle on the Seinfeld episode. It was supposed to be the summer of Lou. Um I think we've hit that point where just nothing's happening and we're all kind of last year, I believe it was July nineteenth where Andy Green resigned with the New York Islanders, so at least there was a blip on the radar. This year it's just radio silence. I mean it sucks, it's annoying, but, like, if we'll see what happens, you can't call this offseason a fail here when we don't know what happened yet, to be fair. <laughs> you can't know, we don't I, know I what happened yet. yet but I, I, do you under, I understand people who are saying it's a failure. Yeah, that, no, it's, it, it's not a failure until the team steps on the ice, in my opinion. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to play devil's advocate here. Um, I just wanted to say, like, I people who are disappointed or have every right to be because it's just you know everyone else got their shiny toys, and we have to sit there because Lou doesn't want us to get them. Mm, Who could? Okay, okay. What? Let's get into this right away. I've been listening to a lot of pocket podcasts this week. Well, why don't we intro quick first? Um, Yeah, we already get basically introed. (laughs) Did we intro? I did. Kind of, we just talked. Uh, but Jake, how are you doing good. today? I'm good. Um, again, like I said, there's really nothing to talk about. Um, so we'll see. Um, okay, Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. That's how we started podcasts. I just want to make sure people know which one's Jake and which one's me. Of course. Um, you never know yeah, when someone right. from the western co- western <laughs> coast is going to be listening to a random podcast like I was all week. It was wild. That's right. Man. I mean, someone someone probably always stumbles upon their first episode uh, each week, so it's probably important to have some kind of cadence at the beginning where we introduce ourselves. Um, That's very yeah, fair. We, we could go right back into it. Um, so, yeah. Um, we have hit a point where Nazem Kadri's camp has gone dead silence. All the NHL insiders are at the cottages. And we are getting the perception from many people around league circles, including Thomas Drains, who's a Canucks writer who basically said on the Hockey PDO cast that the Islanders have a contract in the drawer with Nazem Kadri. Take that with a grain of salt, because Drance is a bit of like a jokester. He, he isn't the most well-connected guy, but he used to work in the Panthers front office, I believe, like two or three years ago. So he knows when things are going on. Like, if there is a contract with Nas, like in Lou's drawer at this point, What's the point of not announcing it? And why does Colorado have to stay quiet? And I, I just don't really get it at this point. Yeah, I saw the rumors too that the contract's done, but no one knows obviously because it's Lou. So I guess we'll see. Card would be a very nice shiny toy though. Uh, I know there's been a lot of heated debate with him being an Islander and where would he play and who would we move over at center. 
Did we talk about thirty last episode? I don't think we did. We might have. But... No, last last episode was our disappointment spiral. I just re-listened to it the other day. Ah, uh, Johnny it Ohio. Just, yeah, it was uh, Johnny Ohio. There's a new uh, Johnny in Calgary, and uh, even hotter, and better Johnny. Uh, that trade was insane. The more I look at it, it's. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I get what Florida was trying to do. They obviously overpaid. They do get the player they need. I made a whole YouTube video on it. I kind of. I'm also not welcomed back in the city of Alberta ever again because I said the Flames are going to be bad. They're going to be. They're going to be good. The more I look at their roster, I look at their defense core. Their defense core is nasty, but I mean their second line still really stinks. But other than that, they have a very good team. Yeah, we could talk about it in depth later, but uh, my hot take out of it is I don't think the Panthers make the playoffs without Weaker. A thousand percent agree. Yeah, I, I think and that defense back end is like yeah. Michael Delzado and Mark, or um, what's his name, Mark Stahl as their third pair right now. That's really bad. Yeah. Uh, they have like Brendan Montour. The depth isn't great either. No, it's it's real bad. And, like, I get what they're trying to do. They're loading up on, like, really good forwards and just hoping to score a lot of goals. But guys like Bennett and guys like Duclair, because, like, famously, uh, Huberdeau and Barkov don't play on the same line all the time. Yep. Um, so a lot of those guys, line. yeah, a lot of those guys got elevated by Huberdeau, and they're now not going to be. And we're going to see what Sam Bennett and I guess Duclair's hurt, but there's probably a couple of other guys on the wing there. Uh, that are going to have a little bit of a fall-off now that uh, you're losing an elite left-winger. But you're also adding Matthew to Chuck, who I'd assume plays with Barkov. Um, no, he, might, he still might not. They still might have Verhage up on the top line and left wing. Yeah, sure. I, I, to Chuck, like, he's a wonderful, amazing player. He just never really felt like a play driver as much as Huberdeau does. Well, he didn't um, have to with Elias Lindholm and Gaudreau on his line, obviously. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. But he's not the guy that you're entering the zone, carrying nope. the puck, curling, and then finding the opening. Yeah. He's more the I'll, guy that you're trying I'll, to find. I'll, I'll add this. Um, I'm on cat right now, and these are the projected lines that obviously mm-hmm. might not happen, though. So Chuck Barkov, Ryan Hart, obviously great first first line. Second line is for Hagee, Bennett, Hornquist, which Hornquist on the second line is an awesome. Third line, Lomberg, Lundell, Colin White. Um, that's out of Lundell. Uh, Lomberg got 18 points. White got 10 last year. And then the fourth line, Nick Cousins, Lutasarin, and Balkers, which is it's whatever. Defensively, Forsling, Ekblad, Stahl, Gudis, which is just... <laughs> You know, Wait, Stahl Gudis is their second? Yeah, Stahl's on the second yeah. pair right now. Ball is going to be a fourth-line player for them, though. There's no way he's a fourth-liner. Yeah. He's going to be a third-liner. Yeah, they'll probably fix that, move Lombard. Lombard, yeah, something. exactly. I mean... It's not It's not. It's, it's not, not good. It's not great. Ball, Ball does, does have the potential like still years. to yeah. possibly be good. I don't know. I know a few people are still very high on Not very high on him, but high on him breaking out this year. Colin White, if he scored 15 to 20 goals, I wouldn't be shocked because Florida, but also they just don't look that good. Yeah, you guys uh, you guys were probably too young to really remember, but it feels a lot like A-Rod on the Rangers. Right, yeah, um, not a lot. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what I thought of it is because now the Panthers have to chuck. They have the superstar player. They're going to put him with Barkov, uh, who's another franchise-level player. Uh, which was kind of what the Rangers were trying to do with uh, A-Rod and Michael Young. 
but they uh, now they have to kind of deal with not having any draft capital for the next three years. And when you That's get to trade deadlines, like even let's say they're in first place this year and you get to the trade deadline, you have nothing to trade to improve. You're stuck with what you go into the season with. Like if, if it shows anything, the, the reason that the Tampa Bay Lightning won their two cups and the reason that the Colorado Avalanche won their cups was because they went out and made deadline acquisitions. You could go through the list. Uh, Don Manson, you could go through Arturi Lekkanen. Uh, there's probably a ton of them with Tampa. You have Goudreau, you have uh, Blake Coleman, and uh, David Savard as well, even though I don't really rate him. Um, but Nick yeah, Paul, that's just... Hagel, the list goes on yeah, and on. Hey, yeah. Oh, Christ. But yeah, they made the Cup still. They added Nick Paul. The Rangers did it too. Team. They didn't win the Cup, but look at all the look at all the moves they made that really pushed them into the conference finals with Cop, yeah. Tyler Mott, uh, Vetrano for free, basically. Yeah, basically, and uh, that's kind of the important thing about having those high draft picks is they make you uh, able to trade. And I know uh, the Panthers still have a good Russian wing prospect, Dennis and uh, Lundell probably holds some value, but you're going to want them in your lineup. What's up? Dennis Hanko? Yeah, yeah, that's his name. He's all right. Uh, Colby wasn't too moved by him. He thinks he's good. Yeah, not, I mean, yeah. the Flyers obviously rated Owen Tippett over him. Um, so that tells something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. That's uh, I, that's the trade. The the other I thing think, about that trade though. Oh, we didn't even do the Calgary side. Yeah, I was just about to do the Calgary side. The other thing about that was I don't get why Florida would give up. They gave the obviously they overpaid. They wanted Kachuk. They needed the guy like Matthew Kachuk on the team. That's fair, but Calgary can just go if they're not in the playoffs, which they probably will because their team does look very good. They could just flip Huber if they're not in the playoffs. Let's say by the deadline, they could flip Huberto and retain half his salary and get two first round picks plus for him. Maybe not two first round picks, it, but a first round I pick. I think that's and a very the smart point. way of thinking. Um, but I think it's imperative for Calgary right now to not even think about losing next year. I think they just want to re-sign Huberto and Wegar because if you lose both of these guys as free agents next year, so let's say worst case scenario right now is probably. Um, Calgary finishes second in the West, wins the first round, loses to Vegas or maybe Edmonton if they finish, you know, first in the Pacific. Um, and they lose in the second round again, and then Huberto dips, and potentially even Wegar dips, which I don't think Wegar's gonna dip. Um, I think they're just gonna pay him. But I, I think that's worst case scenario because the best like medium case scenario, even if you can't extend, is. Uh, you flip them both at the deadline, get a ton of futures, and then your rebuilds off right. Um, yeah, so that that's kind of my thoughts on it. I, I think Calgary's going to be the best team in the Pacific. Is I don't know if that's a hot take. I think Vegas is getting a lot of goodwill they haven't earned yet. I um, Vegas Vegas doesn't move me. I still think Edmonton's going to be better though. Depends on Campbell, as I yeah, said. A lot of one. Yeah, it's all about Campbell there. And Stewart Skinner, if, if Campbell's better. Skinner. No for you. Yeah. And then LA is moving a lot of people a little too much. I think that their young guys aren't ready. And their decor is a little bit of a mess, and you're betting on goalies who are just okay. Um, the not, statue. Not Quick was good last year, to be fair to him. He had a yeah, but Quick's year. like 38. No, I know. And then Cal Peterson was really bad, which was quite sad. Yeah. 
No, I like Cal Peterson a lot, so I hope he bounces back. But I do too. It's just my thoughts that you can't really rely on Quick to have one more uh, God season. season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, realistically, they should have got Eichel over Vegas. Looking at it now, like Monday morning quarterback, obviously with all the prospects they have, Vegas getting Eichel set them back a pretty fair amount because now they had to get rid of Patrick for free, had to add Coughlin in that trade. Um, they had to get rid of Dodonov for free. Vegas yeah, they fucked. went way over the cap. Vegas, well, the thing is, it, it's more the Kings probably should have done it because they could have afforded to do it. While yeah, the, uh, that's it. Both parts. Obviously. Yeah, where Vegas is just a dumb team for buying. Um, and they had a perfectly fine team and then had to fuck around with LTIR and shit. Yeah, that's... that's uh, that's the Pacific Division, I don't think. And I, I know you're like interested in the Sharks and the Ducks. They're not going anywhere next year. Um, Ducks are going to be interesting, be... Be... not not team wise. <laughs> they got twenty eight million dollars of cap space right now, and they're looking to buy players. Um, what like you know take on contracts for cap. So I'm watching. I think Jason Zucker might go there in the in a week or two. Because yeah, Pittsburgh's that, over. Pittsburgh's like two million over, I think. So they either have to get rid of him or Pedersen and getting rid of Zucker one year deal probably a little bit easier than Pedersen's three year deal at four something four and four point four maybe. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, Zucker also has that weird injury though. What injury? That make it LTIR go away. But who knows? He's injured. What injury um, do we have? He's he's just only played like thirty the past two thirty games the past. Seasons or something. Was he not in for the playoffs? I thought he He's was. He's been just out, like in perpetuity. Weird. Uh, I don't know if he came back for the playoffs. I'm pretty sure because he because he was in the line combos at least for the playoffs. And I was trying to do research. Okay, he played five playoff games. Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah, and I might be a little there. He played 38 games in 2020-21. He played 40. Game. So he's played half of the season both years, basically, of the past two years after playing 15 games. Uh, actually, no, that was pandemic. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's the Pacific Division. There's one more team. Uh, Vancouver is also a very fun curveball, which might bring us back to the New York Islanders, um, right back where we started from in that <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, Vancouver's interest. I, I don't know. How do you guys feel about JT Miller at this point? I think it's dead. Well, it's dead. I mean, they still want to play They're like very far apart, though. Yeah, but I mean, we've seen it. So was Malkin and the Penguins. So, I mean, we'll just we have to wait and see. I don't think we're getting him, though. It just wouldn't make sense unless. Oh, we're, 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 we, we aren't getting Oh, just in trade just... in general? Yeah. I, where else? Where could he go, though? Theoretically, that would make sense and be a very good fit besides the New York Islanders. The Devils, maybe, because they were going after Goudreau? No. The Flames? Do the Devils have much cap space left, though? No, they're going to. No gonna one get really brand. has cap space, that much cap space. I was looking at it the other day. We do. Yeah, but we don't, though, also, because we still have Dobson and Romanov, uh, Romanov to sign. So, how much do you think they come in at? Dobson four. It, it, it depends on if it's a bridge. It, it depends if it's a bridge or not. Yeah. 
They should be six. So you think Dobson four, Roman up two? Unless they want to go, like, fucking five or six. If they want to go six years with Dobson, I'll give them a little bit more, but they have to get rid of Bailey then. Yeah, I think I think with Dobson, he's getting three by 3.5. And I think for uh, Romanov, he's getting, like, 1.75 for two years, two mil for two years. He's actually, he's a curveball. That could be anywhere between one and three, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Because he only really had the COVID year. The two COVID years. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it is interesting. Uh, so what if we have six million then, right? Is that what it leaves us with? We're at eleven and a half minus three and a half and two or two. That leaves us with six and a half to either sign Nas or figure something out. I guess we don't have any other RFAs left, do we? RFAs, um, we. Didn't sign Bellows no. yet either, technically, but he's oh, bad. He, was, he was he was qualified. He was qualified. He was qualified. Did you guys not see on Jay uh, Fresh's? They just they just all need to get announced. Did you guys see on Jay Fresh's poll today? Kiefer Bellows was the second worst uh, left winger in the NHL. That's impressive for Kiefer Bellows. At least he's an. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, well, no. Zach Bruce is not on the list, so I don't like. I don't think it's like every left winger. I think it was just top one hundred. No, and he definitely it. that's definitely not how that one it's based off positions from cap friendly, I believe. That's what he said. Because yeah. people were complaining like, Oh, this guy's not okay. a left winger, this guy's not a right winger. That's what he said. Parisi plays left wing though, so I don't get that. But at least Bellows is considered an NHL player now. That's kinda cool for him. Yeah, he's he's above Milan Lucic. Um <laughs> Which I, I would even did, I did test that. I think Milan Lucic is better than Kiefer Bellows, but whatever. That's fine. I'm going to mid off. Yeah, that's right. Um, two, 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 yeah, so then uh, I guess anyone, uh, is either of you out on Kadri at this point? I'm all the no, way in. I'm in, but like, if we don't get him, I'm not going to be upset with keeping one. What do you think could happen, though, that he wouldn't come at this point? What happened? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. What would have to happen for him to not come? Colorado would have to make a trade. Colorado I think or... to trade Gerard and yeah. Yeah, either Gerard or JT Comfort gets moved in Colorado, or the Avalanche give him eight million. Not the Avalanche, sorry. Um, the Flames because they could really use Nazim Kadri as well. I don't think they can fit him though. They have the cap room now, technically, but going Not in the future, really. they have to pay Mondapani and Killington. Well, which I yeah, think I'm is... saying. Well, I'm saying like, if you're doing a one year thing, which it wouldn't be a one year thing, they could, but it wouldn't make yeah. sense going forward. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want him. I mean, or I guess the the thing though is you have five centers, which. This uh, the level of pre-algebra and arithmetic that goes into this and is breaking people's brains. That you could just move one of the goal scorers, or you know, either Barzal or Nelson, to the wing, or that maybe you even move Pajot to the fourth line wing, and then just figure out something to do with Sezikis. Um It's really breaking brains over here. Um, I don't know. I'm like a little lost in all this. I, I think it's a pretty easy fix that you just make Kadri the first and center and then move Barzal to the left wing. 
Um, I, I think a lot of people are asking questions about how Flores feels about this. I, I think he would probably rather win hockey games and put up more points. Um, yeah, and, you know, that but, clear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he made it clear, kind of gives Lynn Lambert. Four elite defensive centers, if you go Kadri, Nelson, Pajot, Sezikis, all four of those guys could be like, if they got Selkie votes, no one would bat an eye. No, I mean... Nelson debatably, but... Depends where you get him in the Selkie race, like... Yeah, no, me. no, just like top ten selfie votes. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, it wouldn't yeah. be the most depressing thing in the world. Yeah. But you would have four really good defensive centers um, in front of the best defense in hockey, and then three of those guys have scoring potential. I mean, all four of them can drive play. Um, Kadri drives play. Nelson obviously drives play. Peugeot, he took a dip last season. I Pajot still think does, the ability though. Yeah, when he's he not, yeah. when he's not, he still lets us hope he was just recovering from the wrist surgery and COVID, and being pregnant, and being pregnant. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Wait, was the wrist surgery uh, two years ago now? Yeah, it's two years. I think it was like three years ago. Never mind. Whoops. Uh, the wrist surgery was after the first bubble. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So. But last season, I mean, I know he was hit hard with COVID, and he was uh, pregnant, and had his kid. Um, yeah, you can never discount that. Same with Paul Mary. Um, yeah, palms and then back, the though. Floor, I back palms. 100%. Yeah, I back palms. Palms, you'll be fine. Um, and then Sezikis. Sezikis basically has been deadlifting 450 pounds between Martin and Clutterbuck the last couple of years um, <laughs> on his shoulders. So well, I think yeah. he rules. Yeah. I'm at the comma clean this year. What's up? <laughs> It might become that's, that's McQueen. Michael McQueen this year, is right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he'll he'll get a look oh, for certain. That's why that uh yeah. I, I didn't even know this guy existed. Was he like a fourth liner in Bridgeport? A uh, real grit, uh, oh, yeah, real yeah. grit, grit and grind yeah. guy. Got it. Yeah, I knew the Bridgeport top nine, but I never really bothered to learn the fourth line. I guess that's an improvement I have to make next season. He was, uh, uh, he, well, apparently he lost to go to the Rod, so I saw that, too. Yeah. Not looking. So I guess we should talk about his dad. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird situation where we don't know. So, obviously, we talked on the podcast the other month. Uh, we hired two assistant coaches. Uh, one of them was going to be Coach Wiseman, Um and he has decided to not join the New York Islanders organization after 20 days. Um, I heard in college hockey circles he might be going to a college hockey job as a head coach. Um, and in his absence, they have replaced him with John McLean, who's a longtime NHL assistant, most recently from the Arizona Coyotes and San Jose Sharks. Uh, former devil from the 1980s teams through the early 90s teams. But won a Stanley Cup with the 2003 Devils as an assistant coach. Yeah. And he's in Die Hard. He's yeah, in Die Hard? Oh, yeah. He has the same name as the guy from Die Hard. Oh, okay. Um, I, yeah, cool that went real No, he's head. not actually from Die Hard, you Di- fucking idiot. Do you ever, dude, you, we fucking Cam Neely was in the Dumb and Dumber. You never know these days. Everyone knows Cam Neely was in uh, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber was in Cam Neely, some are saying. So, that's right. Um, yeah. No, like all, all the Devils fans I know were pretty optimistic. Uh, they were like, yeah, he's a Devils legend. I was like, all right, yeah, sure, never heard of him. 
but it's sure he's he's guy who's going to be behind the bench that none of us are going to know what he actually does and if he has a good relationship with Lane Lambert and we win hockey games he'll be applying to head coach jobs next year so uh that's that's basically my take on any assistant coaching hire we have no clue what these people do yeah, basically. I mean, we all just know their names. Like, oh, it's that guy. You know, I mean, we know what the goalie coaches do. Yeah. Behind the scenes, we really don't know, have a clue what's going on. As much, even as much as we wouldn't like to say we do, we don't. Yeah, and uh, I mean, again, that's uh, I think in sports journalism as a whole. I think in hockey, there's a there's a big lane that could be filled by someone who understands <laughs> uh, how coaching works. Lane. Oh, that's right. Swish. Uh, but yeah, I think there's a big lane that could be filled. I know Jack Hahn on Twitter does a lot of good work with coaching schemes and structures, but I think even like the top five percentile of hockey fan or person who consumes hockey doesn't really understand how systems work and coaching works. Um, and that would probably be useful to explore, but I'm not going to lose any sleep tonight knowing that the guy who was supposed to be an assistant coach for the team is no longer going to be one. Yeah, I mean, schemes and systems are very complicated if you don't understand what's going on. I somewhat can grasp it, and I've been a hockey fan my entire life. Like, yeah. it, it's more like I can't explain it, but if I could visualize it, I could. I get it, you know, one of those types of things. Explaining things are hard for me. Yeah. No, and I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like, I understand what Trotz was doing, but... I'd be very worried if this happened during training camp and like, let's say Lane lost an assistant a week into training camp. I'd be like, Oh, um, this could be bad. Uh, yeah. But I, I think the fact that it happened, you know, still in July, like the coaches aren't really even required to be on Long Island. I don't think, um, I think, I think everything's going to be all right here. Yeah, it's, it's no news, but it's also news at the same time, you know? I mean, we have no news, so this exactly. is the closest we have to news. Like, all we've done since the Trots fire and hiring Lambert is minor league deals, um, and we have the... The Rom Dog. Yeah. That's right, Rom Dog. And we had the Yeah, draft. we did. It, it really, like, I forget a lot that we traded our first round pick, because Romanov basically feels like, you know... Um, One of us I don't know, already. like... In, I, I guess, like, the NFL, you draft the 22-year-old. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, you no, draft... No, like, you're drafting, yeah, like you drafted an overager, technically. You drafted an overager. That's how it kind of feels yeah. like, I guess. But, like... Who has more NHL goals already, in the yeah. Stanley Cup Finals than anyone on our roster. Uh, um, anyone on our roster since probably Nick Letty? Zidane Ochara. Oh, fuck him. Well, I'm just, I'm just, and I think Andy Graham might have had one. It's not on the roster currently, so. Well, I know, I'm saying, I said since Nick Letty, to be fair, so Chara. Nick Letty might not have a finals goal, I know Chara does. I, there's no way Chara doesn't. I don't think Green does. Because he would have. I know, it'd be 2012, he would have had to have gotten one goal in six games. Unlikely, but always there, always possible. Let me look it up. Yeah, looking it up. Yeah, looking it up. Yeah, we gotta get some like uh, soundboards. <laughs> do 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 do
Um, so, uh, you guys interested in seeing Green or Chara come back next year? Not a chance. Uh, you sure? Yeah. Um, pretty fucking sure. Okay, okay. There's no Andy way... Green has never had a... No, he has one playoff goal. It's great. Yeah, that was against Phil in the bubble. Ne- yeah, never against the LA Kings in the Stanley Cup Finals in 2012. So... Um, Chara than Lottie. It was, it was plus two one game. Unless Broussard scored. Was Broussard on the Rangers team that scored in the Kings? Not Was Broussard a part of the Rangers team that played the Kings, I meant? I think so, right? Let's see. Let's see. I mean, yeah. I doubt it. I mean, I doubt he scored. Thanks, Lou. We're talking about Derek Broussard being a New York Ranger in the midst of July because Blue. Broussard still hasn't signed yet, too. Could be him. He might retire. Yeah, yeah I think he's think gonna so? retire. I thought that's what he said. Yeah, oh, I saw that. Well, Lad might retire. Um, Lad he had nine going. Can't he can't. Well, Lad cannot retire. Why can't he? Um, Broussard had Broussard had nine goals in that playoff run. I don't know if it was on during the Stanley Cup, but for the player. Broussard had okay. a goal in game two. Oh, whoop de do! Look at my memory font. My memory works. Andrew Ladd. If Andrew Ladd retires, we get to keep a fourth round pick. Isn't that a good thing? Um, I think there might be some cap circumstances where that come back to bite us if he retires. Oh, I mean. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing since he signed the contract with the Islanders. There's. Um, we might lose like a million off the cap next year. <laughs> I'd rather not lose a million on the cap. Come on, Andrew yeah. Ladd. One more, one last run. Come on, guy. Yeah, we finally. I mean, like, uh, there's been a lot of discussion about Lou um, and people hating on Lou and being mad at Lou, um, which is you know understandable uh, for after a long summer to be very angry at your general manager, um, but uh, for doing nothing. But his biggest obstacle was getting that Andrew Ladd contract off the books. And if we were good last year, it would have been like a masterclass to get it off the books. Because it was just like, you know, five and a half million dollars a year sitting on the bench. Yeah, I mean, basically it would just been a waste of space. Yeah, and like that was like a considered an unmovable contract that we were able to move. Uh, to Arizona for a bunch of seconds, I believe, and he was—he uh, had twelve points and negative twenty plus minus last year. That's always he's playing games. Good for him, man. Yeah. All right. Um, want to talk about more NHL teams rather than just talking about guys who scored goals in the cup? Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking quick. I, I think we had one more topic uh, to hit outside of the big Islanders news today that Isles Lab oh, is putting oh, out Phil. some new merchandise. Phil. Phil. Phil Kessel. Yes, we didn't talk about Philip Kessel. Uh, yeah, that might have been Phil it. Phil Kessel. Um, that that's probably the coolest thing if we, we bring in Kadri and Kessel. But even if we just bring in Kessel, a lot of people are going to be very mad. 
um, if we just bring in Kessel and that's our summer. But a lot of people are going to be very happy because Phil Kessel rocks. <laughs> I <laughs> his, love he fucking him. Rules. I've wanted you Phil Kessel forever. You won't find one hockey fan that, like, the only people that don't like Phil Kessel are dumb fucks in Toronto. If you um, don't like Phil Kessel, you don't like fun. It's simple as that. He's just a fun yeah. player. He's just a, he's just an entity. It's great. He's a legend of the game. He's a great man, and I'd love to just have him for one year. Um, I don't think he has much left in the tank. Uh, <laughs> I think he skates a little oh, slower than he used to. Um, he had forty-two assists last year. <laughs> That's really he had very bad. Sixty points team. or fifty points. At yeah. Least. He, well, the the problem is he only had seven goals. Um, yeah, fifty-one points. Or 52 which points. any anything below the Bailey line isn't going to keep these uh, these just angry people on Twitter happy. Um, we need a forty-goal scorer, and we haven't gone to the forty-goal scorer store to acquire a forty-goal scorer. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the issue. Uh, Phil isn't gonna pocket more than twenty, even if he's lucky. I don't think he can skate with Barzal for that to be a good fit. But maybe you put him on the wing with Nelson, and he just feeds Brock. I guess. I mean, I would want to see Barzal and Castle get a go at it at least. But yeah, it still sucks. We're talking. We are still talking about scraps being picked up from the street and playing with our best player in Matthew Barzal. Things, some things will just never change, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, again, Scrap's a little little too like mean for what... Castle uh, Rocks, um, but he's 36 now. 35. Yeah, it's another Zach Parise. Exactly. Like, these are players that rule. Way past like, their prime guys. former superstar. Would have been sick seven years ago. I love Phil Castle, though, so I'm down for it. But also, it's like, it's just the mm-hmm. same thing. New, you know... Yeah, story. And you can, you know, you. I mean, Phil. When you get Phil Kessel, he becomes the identity line. Oh, your identity yeah. becomes the Phil Kessel team. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he would probably take like Kiefer out of the lineup, or I guess Bailey, maybe. Yeah, I think my vision of the they, lineup. They should, is they, they should do that by the fall. Thank you for. Uh, yeah, low. I mean. He was on fire during the world uh, the world championships. Um, Alex Wood is doing the thing. And now I have it on. Just keeping it quiet. Oh. This this could be the oh. third podcast in a row. You fucked up uh, <laughs> pictures that I like about to do a thing. Son of a bitch. Um, yep. Let's try and find it's it. My job. It's my job, my friend. Let's see top remaining NHL unrestricted free agents. Um. Guys, care to go down the list? Yerman's playing well. What? Uh, Yerman's playing well this year. Yerman Mercedes? What team is he on now? The Giants? The Giants. He he honestly, that El Retiro thing he did is so fucking funny. Like, I think of it all the time. That is so funny. That just put those Instagram story. Incredible meme. Baseball's got some of the best memes. so, free agents available. Uh, Patrice Bergeron. He hasn't resigned yet. Lou could have him done. Okay. Yeah, that, that's off. No, yeah, but then number... <laughs> what's it called with Bergeron? Obviously, we're not getting Bergeron, but um, he called Zaka when they traded for him, so, like, he's back. 
I don't know mm-hmm. why they're why they're waiting so long for him and Craig to be announced though. But well, they are. I, I have a weird feeling that it has to do with Pasta's extension. Uh, if they want to give Bergeron two years, they just have to make the cap work. Um, not too sure though how it's going to work there. Um, so number two on the NHL's list after Bergeron is Calgary. Got in depth, thirty goal scorer. You know. The assist number probably takes a hit on Long Island, or it doesn't. Who knows? Um, pretty damn good player. Even the analytics fucking love him. Yeah. and the, You know what they say about the analytics. Blue means good. No, that, that, that's very true. I agree. Uh, Phil Kessel. Eight goals, 44 assists. Oh, thanks. Phil. Just... Leadership in the rings in the room. Um, Hot dogs. Good player. Paul Stasny. Does he move you guys? No. It, old. Um, He's good, but old. Not very much. No. He had 21 goals, 24 assists last year. 36 oh, years old. You, we, could cr- we could basically cross Zach Ash, Ash and Reese off our uh, thingy. He's yeah, working no, out he's the devil's no, man. Well, 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 no, no, no. Apparently he works out there every summer. Mm-hmm. I don't sure. really want him anyway. Sure. I don't care. He's oh, no, I'm just saying. Um, he's all right. Like I would take him. I wouldn't complain about him. But it's also Zach Aston Reese. Where are we gonna really play him over Matt Martin? Yay! I'll take it. But it's not happening. Uh, no, that's great. That's. Yeah, I mean Zach Aston Reese by the analytics is like one of the best defenders. He's from Staten Island. Yeah, he's from Staten Island. Station. I would take him. Um, I wouldn't complain about getting him or even getting Fluke Evan Rodriguez. But, like, it's just not going to happen. Those aren't Lou signings. So Lou signing is getting Phil Kessel or Paul Stastny and maybe Kadri because he knows him. Look how many guys we've signed from not even player-wise, but, like, even player-wise, too. It's just all former Lou guys. When will it end? The coaches are all former devils. Ah. One coach is all former Devils. No, we have a, a lot of guys in Bridgeport that are Devils guys. Yeah, but who cares about Bridgeport? Still part of the organization. Um, Point stands. I know. I know. That's, that's fine. <laughs> I don't just, hate um, it, but like, it's just like... <sighs> the reason we even have to talk about who's still out there is we still have a left-handed defenseman slot. Um, The two internal options are going to be uh, Robin Salo and uh, Sebastian Ajo. Aho probably has pole position at this point, but I've got a couple names that I want to bring up to you guys and see what you thought. Um, just give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Um, PK Subban, I know he's a right shot, but to move him to the left side or move Mayfield to the left side. PK Subban. Next. PK Subban would be electric, but just not on the ice. No, that's right. He would also not probably be a Lou guy. Because he has facial hair. Oh, uh, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Um, Anton Strollman? No. It's old as shit. Old, but I mean... Okay. Eh. He was good on the last year. But he was good so last old. year, exactly, but... Eh. Old. No. Danny DeKaiser? No. Is he, is he even going to play next year, DeKaiser? Does he have like a really bad back injury, or am I thinking of someone else? You're thinking uh, of Mike Trout. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mike Trout, totally. Yeah, that's right. Now, uh, DeKaiser, 
I don't know if he's going to play next year. I'm pulling up how many games he played last year. Denny DeKaiser. Um, no, he didn't even play at all last year. So, Oh, no, he played 59 games. Okay. So um, I know he had so a maybe, big injury maybe a few years ago then. Yeah, Klingberg, we're not getting him. That's starting to get a little weird, though. I mean, um, <laughs> he fired his agent. Yeah, no, yeah, we definitely didn't. He didn't sign here. You can't even say that. Yeah. Oh, under the ground contract, Florida's Michael agent. Michael Kempney. He's probably went back in yesterday. Dallas. Michael Kempney signed with the Kraken. Wow. Uh, he tore his ACL last year, which is normally the kiss of death for hockey players. But we'll see. I like Michael Kempney. Not anymore. Um, yeah. To be fair, uh, what's it called? The medicine's getting better for that stuff now. Like the doctors, yeah. everything, it's improving. Yeah, it's just. Like, it's always going to be a pain point just having to put the boot back on over the torn ACL. True. Um, Ryan Murray. Uh, you mean the Ryan Murray that we created almost every draft pick for in that year's draft to get? That's right. Of the 2012 NHL draft, the guy that we offered the entire draft. The very same Ryan Murray. Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah. Dean Kukin. He played oh. where? Didn't he Dean play in Kukin? Didn't he play on Columbus? Columbus? Yeah, no. Yeah, we play him six times uh, a year. Yeah. No, I barely. The fact that we barely know the name, no. Are you uh, cuckoo for Kukin? How many games did he play last year? Dean Kukin? I'm going to look it up. You keep talking. <laughs> Probably most of the season because he's fine. Cuckoo for Kukin. Yeah, that's just an, nice. it's just an NPC name. Dean Kukin, 41 games. He's also playing in Switzerland now, by the way. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, so well, yeah. we can't get him, sadly. Good for Dean Kukin. Um, yeah, some of these guys might be. This list probably stinks. I mean, He's uh, been there for three... He's played there for five years? <laughs> wait, what? Six years? No, you're looking at the wrong guy. Dean Kukin. Dean Kukin. Dean Kukin just played for Columbus last year. Yes, he's been there for six years, dude. He's been in Columbus for six years. Oh, okay, yeah. That's yeah, it's not... Dean Kukin. You didn't know who this was? Uh, I only heard his name because he was on free agency boards. I've never nah, once... Yeah. It, it's just an NPC. I've never once seen him play in my life, I swear to God. He played 10 games for Columbus in 2018-19 in the playoffs, and they played nine. Yeah, what, 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 are you, what are you seeing, bro? What are you talking <laughs> about? He's... He has not been in Switzerland since 2014. I never said he was in Switzerland. I said he was in Columbus for six years, dumbass. You said Switzerland. I did not say Switzerland. All right, we can roll it back, and you said Switzerland. Yeah, it came off that you were saying he was in Switzerland for six years. I understood what you were saying at some point, though. Well, yeah, you have a brain. (laughs) Yeah, Dean Kirkens played in 19 NHL, but he's fine. Please. I don't know. Is he in Switzerland now? Yeah, yeah he's with the Lions, uh, Matthew's team. Zolbrick. I don't like that at all. We could have used him. Uh, Nathan Bolview. I hey, had someone I know again. I can't yeah, believe I, I hope so. Know. Here's someone you know, Keith Yandel. Oh, still? He's still on. I thought he was on Philly still. Doesn't he have one more year there? Nah, no one's signed him. No, Philly fucking hates him. I mean... Yeah, they got him, and I mean they replaced him with Tony D'Angelo, so it's kind of an upgrade. Yeah, not to me. I mean, it's very, it's a very, it's a pretty offensive upgrade. Yeah, 
offensive. Nah, there's there's like nobody out here, man. These these streets are dead. Well, yeah, that's why um, what's his face? Uh, Sherratt got what he got, even though he was terrible in the playoffs. He got four by four. Four by Sherratt f- was always in that contract, though. That's true. Is and is Gabranson a left-handed defenseman or right? Uh, Gabranson is a lefty. Yeah, and he got four by four from Columbus as well, which was pretty ludicrous. Ian Cole got three yeah. by one because he was he was the best left-handed defenseman out there, in my opinion. Besides Kulak's a left-handed defenseman, but he went back to Edmonton. The hand is screwed yeah. me up, but yeah. Very interesting. Um, it was very weak, the left-hand defenseman crop. Vegas is still over the cap, and they don't have Nick Hague signed. Is what I'm seeing here. Um, what were they gonna? I they were. I was listening to a Vegas Wait, podcast. They were trying to trade him. Yeah. No, no, they're not trying to trade him. They're gonna get rid of. Uh, fucking what's it called? You might, you might have to. I hope they do. I love Nick Hague. He'd be so good on the Islanders. I'd get a jersey right away. Nick Hague supremacy. That's that's. Uh, I wouldn't say I'd do that, but. I would. Be, I'm a Nick Hegg. Someone would call me a Nick Hegg stan. I don't even see where the fuck she... Oh, there's Shea Weber. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they're still over the cap. By how much, though? Uh, Two million. Leonard's not going to be ready... Leonard's not going to be ready to play, and they want to get rid of them, so... We'll see what happens there. Well, yeah, but they don't have the other goalie signed. Thompson? Thompson? Is Thompson re-signed? Yeah, he is. Okay, um... He's yeah, good. I don't know. They'd have to get rid of. Well, he was on their AHL team in Cat Friendly. That's what I think. That. Um, that's but a... yeah, Leonard is making five million, just sitting there with a no trade clause. Um, you know Vegas and how they feel about those. Um, they hate them. They 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 don't even bother to try to understand them. Uh, but yeah, Robin Leonard. It's an eight team no trade clause now, and then it kicks to a five team no trade clause. I could just see him just buying him out at this rate. At this rate, who else could they get rid of? Capital. Zach Whitecloud, you could trade. You could trade. Um, you could just trade Nick Egg and be, you know. Well, actually, no, because you still have to get under the cap, too. Yeah, exactly. Good thing you're not the GM. Well, there's a reason none of us are GMs for a reason. Yeah. Well, I'd... we're too young and we didn't play in the yeah. league. No, yeah, no, no, no. Kyle Dubis never played in the league, and he was very young. And, he's... and he stinks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he <laughs> fucking stinks. Yeah, oh, speaking... What a segue. Speaking of GMs getting their jobs, did you see... I know you don't associate with uh, Spit Chicklets, obviously, and which is very fair. Um, Did you see the, Gar- the Garth Snow thing that came out with the I Kyle saw, Close I interview? I saw the 40-second clip. I saw the 40-second clip. Oh my yeah, very interesting. God, it was a very good interview. It was very sad because he was talking about a lot of mental health stuff he went through uh, in Kyle Poso. But holy crap, the Iona stories were great. Um, made me sad and made me remember the good old times. They're not the bad old times, if anything, because those teams sucked. But the, they literally gave Garth Snow the GM job just because he was good at fancy sports. Yeah, that that was basically it. Um, That's so New York Islanders. Yeah, they, it was a bad period for this team. 
um yeah just um i mean people yeah, want to go back what interview the full post-secondary interview yeah, yeah, yeah i just fin. i'm basically How finished it? with it it really anything else interesting or he talks about this injury he had uh like one of the concussions and how it was such a minor minor hit in practice and then how he couldn't like sleep for more than four hours and it for eight weeks and his just everything was messed up with him the nervous yeah. system in his brain really sad stuff to see and it was yeah. kind of like giving me like twitches i was like oh shit like you know yeah i was love to pose so it's um oh shit that's the there goes the no hitter it looks like who was throwing yep, a no hitter? We are a jinx for no hitters in perfect game. I do it again. Yeah, Jake did it again. It, it was close, but Patrick Wisdom. It was a home run. Was a home run. Who well, was throwing it though? It was very Alex close Wood. to being robbed. Who? Alex Wood. Oh. Um. He's oh, Alex Wood. I love Alex Wood. The good meme. But Ooh. like, yeah, Neil Smith basically handed the keys off to Guard Snow. Um. And anyone who wants Garth back or is saying that they want someone like Garth back is an idiot. Um, you don't understand how many bad GMs are in this NHL. Um, and Garth was consistently in the bottom like five or six. Yeah, I, I think we're. Uh, I'm. I'm very cool just having our um, our potato GM right now who doesn't do much. Doing nothing's not Garth. a bad thing. People got to realize no. that. No, but like again, no one's made besides Columbus with you know the non Goudreau signing, Good Branson. There haven't been that many awful contracts handed out, or uh, no one's just having an awful summer besides Philly. Mason Marchment, but we'll see I'm okay with that. Ah, it was a little bit too much money for Mason. It's a bet Marchment. on potential. Could be for Hagee. Could be for Hagee. You never I'd, know. Yeah, I don't think he got that for Hagee genes in his DNA, sadly. I hope it does, though, because, like, I mean, what happened with his dad was very heartbreaking, obviously, so. It's a good story to root for. I'm not shitting on him. I hope he comes back and has a very good season. So, looking at the Vegas cap situation, I know it's kind of hard to maneuver from that. Um, they really can't get rid of anyone. Jonathan Marchessault, maybe? Five year, five million, two years left. They just re-signed Smith. Uh, they would like to get out of that William Carlson deal, but that would not be happening. Maybe they get rid of Chandler Stevenson, but he's really good at that cap it too, you know? Yeah, I actually, um, I was listening to uh, the Dangles, um, um, the three of them, and uh, they previewed the Alan Walsh podcast that's coming out this week. Um, oh my god, Ve- that's going to be great. Yeah, what Vegas did was... They could have given Carolina a sixth or a seventh for Pacioretty. Or, I mean, Carolina could have given up a sixth or a seventh for Pacioretty. But apparently Carolina just wanted the biggest to look as stupid as possible. Wait, what? Repeat that? Sorry? So Carolina could have given up a sixth or a seventh for Pacioretty. Mm-hmm. But they wanted Vegas to look as dumb as possible. So they really fought hard for future considerations. <laughs> that's, that's so yeah. Like they could have made Vegas add on a sixth or a seventh. Oh, okay, okay. To eat those deals, I, I don't think I was conveying that right. Yeah, so they could have had Vegas give an additional sixth or seventh, but then Carolina just wanted them 
make them look as dumb as possible with their cat management and just do future considerations. Um, you gotta respect what Caroline is doing for the league. They are adding so much petty and unnecessary drama. It's very yeah, entertaining. just make such crap memes about it, so that annoys me. Uh, the Coda Niemi thing is still the dumbest thing I've seen in the past five years. The, what, um, the, oh, the Kaka Niemi? Yeah, Kaka yeah, with the RFA. Oh, it's stupid, but like, it's something to talk about. It's fun, especially coming out of Carolina, so... It is, but it was just, like, such, like, a petty bullshit thing. Like, at least do that to Suzuki or someone good. Yeah, they're obviously going on the upside that he really doesn't have. Like, he was... What, what, yeah. what was he drafted? Like, top five? Top ten? Top three. He was a top three pick. Was, oh, my God. What year was, was that? The, was that the Nico year? Mm, yes, it was his year. It was... No, it wasn't. Like, no, because through was Patterson. It was the year day. after. Was it Hughes? No, that was. No, that was Doc. That was Doc. What was it? Matt Matthews? Was it Dolan? Matthews? No, Wine, no, wasn't Nope. Twenty eighteen, I think it was. Yeah, it was the Dolan year. Oh, it he, was Dolan. I keep forgetting Dolan the first pick. That was yeah, a... it was Dolan, Spesh, Kaka, Niemi. But the consensus pick was taking Brady to Chuck there. Which, I mean... Which, if Montreal takes Brady to Chuck... I, it's... I love, we love the Sens, but that probably would have been a better location for, like, having him be a household name, and they might even have a Stanley Cup if they had done that. Ah, so. uh, that, I mean, debatable. It, it's, yeah, it's not the difference maker in that series no. against Tampa, but it's, uh, it's a you better player. You could add player. both. You could add both of them and Keith. Yeah, I mean, they still might not be Tampa. Tampa was such a good team, man. <laughs> yeah, they they did. They did win it that year. And then Barrett Hayden, Phillips Adina. Uh, Quinn Hughes, Adam Boakfist, Vitaly Kravtsov. What do you think uh, is Adina? Zadina, um, I think... This is one of my hotter takes, but I think what Iserman did the past three years was really unfair to him. In Zadina. what way? Um, to, you know, just not bring it... Like, they were barely hitting the minimum salary cap. Mm-hmm. So I think that was just very unfair to all the young players on Detroit who sacrificed a lot of years of their career uh, to just lose hockey games and a support system that wasn't backing them up at all. I don't think it's a hot um, take. I think that's the right take, in my opinion. Sure, yeah, but, like, that, I think, like, there's tanking, like, obviously, but when you're tanking, you want to... Um, I'm it. trying to think... Yeah, you want to have to the, like kind of what New Jersey did. You want to lose, but you want to get like Q's to the point per game level for okay, when you're ready yeah, to win. yeah, and that way, yeah. But then Zadina, they just kind of threw him on a third line with like you know, um, what was uh, Franz Nielsen's, and you threw him with um, Michael Rasmussen's. You never, you never paid anyone to come in and help this kid. Um, and I, I mean, like, even when they had Mantha going as a good thing, they immediately flipped him. Uh, it'll be nice seeing Verona back next year, I guess, but, like, you know, it's it really, like, Bertuzzi, Larkin, um, Zadina, they wasted a lot of their prime years now. Uh, Zadina might even be a lost cause, um, on that Detroit team that was just, t- uh, tanking every year. Yeah, that's fair. It's a raw deal, but, like, again, they were drafted by Holland, so, you know, Iserman never had an obligation to help him. Nope, not at all. And now he's nope. with Edmonton, so. 
Yep, and he's was a finalist for GM of the year. Conference finals, yeah. Yep, people love it. Uh, yeah. What else? Um, do we get to? I don't know. What. Um, uh, all right. Yeah, Jake. Jake. Uh, Jake's got dip for a bit. It's a tired boy. Um, you want to wrap it there? Or you want to go into some pool talk? We could wrap it. I. Uh, right. We don't have to do a long episode. Not really much to talk about because I think. I have a weird feeling. I think early this week we're gonna get some island news, so we can just do another podcast on bigger podcast. Yeah. All right, so thank you guys for listening to the Matt Donovan episode of Skates at the Stakes. I'm your host AJ Devito, and thanks for watching, guys, or listening because it's a podcast. Ah. Go Islanders! That was 